found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Right, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show, a Wednesday edition, the midway point of the week. Trent Condon and myself are with you for the next couple of hours. If you're tuning in this time next week for the first time, you'll have missed the first hour of the program. We'll go over the new programming schedule that starts on Monday uh, coming up here in the next few minutes. Busy show today. The Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline will be humming right along. Two locations. Uh, for Dr. Fuller, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Uh, dental procedures, if you're looking for a new dentist, if you just moved from the western side of the city or just whatever, uh, and you want to switch up your dentist, I highly recommend. He's my dentist, does a great job, Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry. David Kaplan's going to be here. Are grateful to heartlandflags.com for making that possible. Cappy will chime in on... Well, I guess the Bears, Trent, first and foremost, will do some speculation, speculation, is it also known, on the, uh, um, on the Cubs and what they're going to do this offseason. There's already a lot of chatter as to who they're going to go after, who they should be casting aside, eating some salary, so we'll do that. Uh, Bill Benner from the Sporting News, their national college football writer, chimes in at 1245. Then we're going to do Hawks and Clones, and this week we'll do them in that order. John Miller at 1, John Walters at 120 or thereabouts, uh, and we take you up until 2 o'clock. We'll recap the Red Sox and the Yankees. I have no idea what you're going to do tonight other than maybe get the shakes. We'll do more on that later because <laughs> there's nothing for you to bet tonight. No. Nothing. Uh, but the baseball trend, I thought for a while with the bases loaded, ninth inning, down 4-1, you know, maybe, just maybe, the Yankees are going to come back and pull this one out and send it to a deciding game five, but not to be by about a foot. Griber Torres thrown out at first base. They went to replay, but it was really never in doubt. It wasn't in doubt. And... Uh... Somebody brought up, I thought, a really good point. We talked yesterday a lot about Angel Hernandez. Yeah, he, he didn't have an impact on the game. He really didn't. Mm-hmm. CC Sabathia wasn't real pleased with him afterwards and had sure. some, some quotes about it, but he was fine. Yep, I agree. He was fine as a home plate umpire. Wasn't the story that he was in Game 3. But as a first base umpire, we talked about his struggles yesterday. Uh-huh. And what was it, 18 of his 22 calls were overturned mm-hmm. that were challenged. If he was the first base umpire... And he would have called that final play safe. To have it overturned. To have it overturned and yank. Imagine that that scene. Never thought of that, Trent. That would have been. We we had riots in the UFC over the weekend. There might have been a riot. By the way, did you see that? That was nasty. It was nuts. Are you a UFC guy at all? No, I'm not. Were you boxing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably my age, right? I mean, I'm 16. I grew mm-hmm. up when boxing was on TV. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. Boxing, boxing and, horse, and race. horse racing. Right. Yeah, but it was a huge deal back then. You couldn't. There was no lottery. If you wanted to gamble legally, you mm-hmm. had to go to the track. That, that was it. And you wouldn't. You couldn't stay home while there was no computers. Right. <laughs> but to your point, though, yeah. Um, but no, I'm not a big fan of it necessarily. I don't mind it. But, um, boy, oh, boy, I mean, the guy that knocked out Conor McGregor jumps out of the octagon and into the stands? Odd. Odd. To say the very least. What's the Nevada, 
Is it the Boxing Commission of Nevada Boxing? Yeah, uh, Gaming Commission. Well, it's, but are, are they? Uh, do they have that under their umbrella? They might. I think, it but might. there's a regulatory body. We'll mm-hmm. leave it at that. That's going to uh, look into this. Just wonder what's going to happen to that kid. Would they allow him to fight in Nevada again, knowing that this? I mean, it could have been awful. It seems like this is what the USC is trying to build, though. Is you think that helped their brand, or do you think that they? I don't think they perp. Do you? I would not be surprised if this was encouraged. You look at these press conferences; they're so staged. Oh, I know that. I've and seen and that, boxing, yes. of course, got to that level mm-hmm. too, but it has gone to another level. Mm-hmm. It feels like a marriage, of, and it seems like Conor McGregor may be the impetus of this because you go back no to the tour, you know, getting mm-hmm. uh, in, in advance of the Mayweather, and they were in all of these cities. Got ugly in New York. Did it not? Did yes. they not? Uh, uh, damage a, a bus or something in the bowels of, oh, what's the Brooklyn, uh, uh, the Barclays. Uh, Barclays Center, right. Um, yeah, you know what, maybe, I, certainly the the press conferences are staged, I agree with you. There. Dana White afterwards, he was not despondent about, oh, what a bad look it is. He was, felt like encouraging it more mm. than anything. It, it's, it's an odd look, it's mm-hmm. not what you're used to in sports. It feels like a marriage to me between... In boxing and fighting and, and that element in WWF. I mean, yeah. that's, that's that's really what, just what Doc Fuller just says. It's like wrestling all over again. Yeah, I mean, that's it, it has that component to it. A sport trying to find a niche, and we're going to be seeing a lot more of it because ESPN will be getting the rights. I believe in January is when they get the rights. Be prepared if you're not a UFC fan. You're going to be bludgeoned. You know how UFC when when ESPN gets a new yes, they're very proud it is, of it. They will have it over and over. And I'm not a huge fan. I can talk about yeah, it. I, I'll I, watch a fight. I don't fight know if I can from talk time. about it, but yeah. I could. I can watch it. Yeah, and give opinion. And we're doing that yeah. right now. It's. I'm not going to give up football, hockey, college basketball, baseball, golf. But during the summer. Okay. Did Got, we do much on Conor McGregor? Not much. No, Ford thinking Floyd back. Mayweather. No. I don't think we did. did. Were we together at that time? Yeah, we had just started, I did, believe. Where we? Yeah. I don't remember. Um, yeah, I don't recall. Well, anyways. Yeah. Well, the good news is it's October, and we got plenty to talk about without that. Right. Uh, now, that's and there nice was not. Thing. There was not a brawl in Yankee Stadium. No, but there could have been. Right. I, it's an excellent point. Back to your original where you came from. Yeah, can you imagine if you would have been at first base, called that safe only to have it overturned with the right, I mean, it wasn't even close. So I had, had my foot. Oh, yeah. It, it was a great moment. And uh, just there's something about Yankee Stadium mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And my wife was into it, though she was baffled last night by Craig Kimbrell because my wife's not a big baseball fan. She loves football, yep. which is awesome. Yep. Baseball, though, that's kind of on my own. So so what did, what did Kimbrell do? What, well, what did she like? The way that he lines up. Oh, his preparation to he, before he throws a pitch. He throws both arms yes. out. Yes. And she goes... What is that bird man doing out there? Right. What the hell I was watching the game with my son last night. He asked me the same thing. What is that bird man doing? I'm trying. Greg Bird didn't make the playoff roster. What is she <laughs> talking about? It trying to wrap my head around it. And then the second time that that right there. Oh, that's that's Craig Kimbrell. He's one of the best closers. It goes well. This guy sucks. Well, he did last night. <laughs> he they did. almost got to him last yes. night. And secondly, she goes, "Why does he do that?" And I didn't have a good explanation. I don't though. think there is one. I mean, he. Early in his career, he didn't do that. I don't remember. In Atlanta, he, but uh, it, it I, just continues to evolve and morph, and 
I got this bird it band works out there. for them, right? Yes. So I guess. Now if we get a, a couple of good Astros-Red Sox games, so I won't have to worry about the, the clickers. This is the series. I say, hey, you might get to see the bird band tonight. Let's yeah. just keep it on the baseball. No, you're right. So, you, so that's a good one. That's yes. a, a roundabout <laughs> way for keeping the clicker. Uh, look, I think, we're, I think as sports fans, baseball fans, which you and I are card-carrying members and uh, not ashamed to admit we love watching baseball, um, I think we got two really good series. Yeah. And we we have to wait, sadly, until Friday before we, uh, because with no baseball tonight, no baseball tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm good. Um, we've got an NFC East tilt and a Big 12 tilt. Uh, TCU and Texas Tech will play tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that's Iowa State's coming out of their by their next opponent, right? I'm pretty, pretty sure it is. So I want to watch Texas Tech uh, play tomorrow night before they come to Ames a couple of weeks down the road. Um, so, and I got Jets and Preds. <laughs> so I'm full tomorrow, so I'm glad there's no baseball tomorrow, but I could have used one tonight because we've got nothing. There is nothing. There, there's a little hockey, right? I think a couple of games, yeah, but that's the about preseason it. NBA? No. No? No. Watched a little last night. Watched Monte Morris on the Nuggets. Just my son's in town mm-hmm. for a couple of days, and he's a huge NBA fan. We talked about it yesterday. He's 26. Yep. He falls right in that demographic. He's a big Timberwolves fan, but watch Monte Morris. Uh, I don't remember who they played. I can't help you either. Clippers. It was the Clippers okay. and the Nuggets. Clippers and the Nuggets. But, yeah, that's that's about it tonight, which is kind of odd, right? In the yeah. best sports month of the year, there's nothing going to unfold. There'll be no game to recap tomorrow. We had fun belt It was fun. Night. It was a good game. I watched uh, more than I thought I would of that game. Happy State's pretty good. That's a good team. I mean, we go back to what they did against Penn State in the fourth <laughs> no, quarter. No, Doc Fuller, I'm not watching the governor's debate. <laughs> the governor. Oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening in, in these uh, these two no, seats. No, 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 no. Is that tonight? I don't even know. Apparently, it is. If Doc Fuller says that it is, uh, I guess that it is. This uh, well, this would be a perfect night to, you know, take wife out to a movie. Have you seen A Star Is Born yet? No. Uh, yes, I have actually. In 1974, right, right. Uh, Robert Redford and Barbara Streisand, uh-huh. and they re they're they rebroad. So, but they're old now. Well, no, they're no, they're no longer in it. It's Lady Gaga. I was going to say, if the star hadn't been born in in fifty years, maybe they should have gone tried something else. Right, should have gone a different direction. And Bradley Cooper. And for my anniversary last week, that took the wife out for that you one. Romantic. I you. well, then I also left for Minneapolis the next day, which wasn't the best. Now thing. I see why you went to a Star Is Born. Good right. thinking, Trent Condon. Yeah, I was I was ahead That's of the curve. Thinking on, that on one. your feet right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, and so, it was good. Was it? It was really good. So you, I mean, I know you didn't, and I I wouldn't expect you have seen the. I did see the. The seventies. It was in the seventies. I'm pretty sure. Well, and it's sure. been made like four times. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Judy Garland played the king. Wow. Yeah, obviously way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there. I think this is the fourth adaptation of it that we've seen. Regardless, think, it was good. Was I really it? enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't recall. I think I took my high school girlfriend there. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe don't bring that up if you're going to take Scrunch to. No, I'm not taking her to that movie. No, I don't. I hope not. Anyways. <laughs> but um, well, I'm glad you went. And uh, by the sounds of things, theaters are packed for this thing. Yes, absolutely. This Lady Gaga can sing. Yes, she can. Can she act? She was pretty good. Was she better than I anticipated? You know who can't act? And I don't know if you've been on Twitter today and saw the Brooks Kepka getting the Player of the Year award. No. And they the, the cameras he's in a one shot, um, and then they zoom out, and Dustin Johnson is there with him. And I guess. You know, we never recapped the Ryder Cup, A, because we came back to work on Monday and wanted to recap football. Right. Because that's more important to our audience, thankfully. Um, <laughs> and I, we never really talked about the Ryder Cup and what went wrong, but, you know, it's it's 
you know, wash, rinse, and repeat, right? Mm-hmm. Every couple of years, the Ryder Cup happens, and the Euros usually dominate, with some exceptions. And when we go over there, we're terrible. Absolutely. They, when you were over there this year, and I guess Kepka and DJ had a little dust-up, maybe? Well, and then it was right away from both of them. Brooks Kepka mm-hmm. came out with a statement, no, we're great friends. Same thing with Dustin Johnson. Then Furyk. Kind of lights it back up, says, oh, yeah, there, there was an altercation was just the, the other day. Did he say that? Yeah, he, he said there was an incident. I don't remember exact terminology. Because these two guys, are, they're really good, but they lift weights together on tour. But you know what? I've got into it with my buddies, too. Sure, so have I. And in competitive <laughs> events, yeah. you played hockey, yeah. I played basketball and baseball, and yeah, mm-hmm. you get into it with your buddies. So this is a part of sports media. Were they team? Were they not team? Were they paired together at all in any? It's a good question. I don't know I don't, either. I don't know. I didn't pay attention to. Well, a it started at two in the morning. Right. Yeah, I flipped it on both those mornings for a moment, and, but, and the, the the Americans were getting waxed. Yeah, so I'm like, well, don't need to mm-hmm. even go back to bed. It was just it was as simple as that. Because of that, see, so yeah, I don't remember if they were paired together. It's not a big deal. Why? Why do we make big deals of things like this? Mm-hmm. Same thing. I, I'm watching Sports Center this morning, getting Ella ready. And I'm listening, I'm watching uh, Greenberg, Get Up. How's that show doing, by the way? Do you know? Because the, the, the big talk this summer was how bad it was. Right. But wait till football gets here, and then you can judge it when football's here. It's the numbers fine. will be there. It's something. It, it's something to. But is America uh, tuning in? I don't know. I haven't seen any recent numbers since football has got mm-hmm. here. But they were talking about last night after the Boston clinches, and they're playing New York, New York in the clubhouse. And. Uh, in the, the Red Sox clubhouse. In the Red Sox clubhouse. And, and is the Red Sox players' mind in the right state? Come on. They're having fun. They're, right. they're shooting champagne off. Mm-hmm. And they don't play till Saturday. And Trent. they're digging a little bit at New York. Right. It's a rivalry. I understand not everybody that is in sports media played sports, but really? So they the, made a big deal out the, of the, that. The, huh? These professional athletes are going, or a dust-up between teammates, something like that happens. Mm-hmm. It's golf. When are they going to be teammates again? In two years, when the Ryder Cup happens again. It's an individual sport that's right. just in. It's just, sometimes I shake my head at our media brethren. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people do. <laughs> well, the the game last night itself was, uh, CC Sabathia is now 38 years old, Trent. He didn't get out of the third inning. They they hit him hard. Uh, he managed to um, get out of the first couple innings, didn't get out of the third unscathed. I wonder, if, if are we seeing the end of him? Is this one of those guys that's um, been around a long time? Mm-hmm. He'll be 39 next June. It wasn't awful this year by any means as I gave him the ball in the third, uh, in the uh, fourth game of this uh, divisional series, so they must have had some confidence in him knowing that the bullpen was going to be needed at some point. But he's a hell of a player if indeed this is the end. Made a lot of money, too. Made a ton of money. He made a ton of money. Being a starting pitcher is a pretty good gig. Especially if you throw with your left hand. Yes. Even it, better. It's a good place to be. I wouldn't be surprised to see him back in some capacity. It's not like as good as the young talent that the Yankees have acquired and they're building. It's not like they're overflowing with starting pitching depth right now. Mm-hmm. His contract is done. Is that right? I think that's it, yes. Okay. What would you give him? Well, no more than one year. One year. I know he's going to hold out for two. He's going to be 40. 10, 15 million? You know, um... I don't know. It just depends where, right? right. It depends where. If you've got a young pitching staff that he can help, 
You know, would he make sense like on the Braves or something like that? Right, yeah. You know, a young team that's got some talent, that's got some ability, that's missing that veteran presence. And it's one thing to have a veteran presence and, you know, an everyday player, but it's one, it's another to have a guy that's, you know, taken the mound and won all those games. I don't know. I don't know. Go out to Seattle for two years. Yeah, maybe. If you're Seattle and well, Felix Hernandez isn't the same, he's probably no, going to be a bullpen not. guy anymore. Yeah, that's, where he's, well, that's where he belongs. But we're going to need we we have a spot here. Wow, we'll go two years, mm-hmm. thirty. Baseball, but I, I think it's so difficult to have these conversations after what we saw last winter. Yeah, after Team, last winter. teams are not are, are not prone to give thirty somethings long term contracts. There's a a new way of doing business in mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball, and a lot of people thought that this was collusion. Um, in baseball, I'm not going out of the word uh, any place else with collusion, but thought it with the owners were colluding against some of these you know older players by keeping them out of the game. I just think we've had it's not a market correction; it's just a way of doing business correction. Because he's look at Albert Pujols has still got like mm-hmm. sixty million left. You know what his contract? He's got sixty million or thereabouts left. Pretty sure, maybe ninety, maybe he's got three years. But regardless of when his contract is up, he still has a clause that the Angels will pay him a million dollars a year to show up and shake hands and kiss babies. <laughs> it's not bad, huh? It's, uh, whoever, I'm sure, who is his agent? I'm guessing Boris. It's got to be, right? Putting that thing together. It's the changing way that front offices are doing business. And as it relates to the local front, you look at Jed and Theo, mm-hmm. they haven't had great success you look back at their history in terms of free agents. You know, J.D. Drew came up with a big hit. John Lester. He was a disaster before that, J.D. Drew. Right. Lester absolutely yeah. had to do that. Yeah. But, but overall, when, over the ones he took in Boston, you're going back yeah. to even his but Yes, absolutely. They got jettisoned. They became Dodgers. You look at Jed Hoyer when he was in San Diego. Not good. Uh-huh. A lot of swings and misses now. And with Tyler Chatwood mm-hmm. and you Darvish. You know what, though? And I agree with you 100%. Trade deadline they made up for it. Now, may, no, that's not true. They didn't make up for it, but they kind of put a Band-Aid they, on it. They pa- Absolutely. They brought over a couple of guys. I mean, uh, Cole Hamels was not garbage, but certainly nowhere near the, what we thought Cole Hamels was. He was terrific. Number four league average guy at best. Yeah, at point. Texas he was not a guy, well, you know, this wasn't the best, wasn't your best move, but he was mm-hmm. great. Jesse Chavez. Was yes. phenomenal. Yes, he was. He was terrific out of that bullpen. So saved a little bit there, but they've got some decisions because Drew Smiley's going to be back next year, right? Tyler Chatwood, what are you going to do with him? He's still got two years and twenty-five million left. Cappy said that last week, and he's going to join us here in five minutes, five or six minutes. That he thinks that there'll be some kind of backroom agreement that they will release Cole Hamels, make the Rangers eat that. $15 million, something mm-hmm. like that, that he's guaranteed if indeed he's not re-signed by the Cubs. Right. So the Cubs will release him with a wink-wink. Now your mic's playing wreaking havoc. Today. I know. Um, and then they'll re-sign him mm-hmm. cheaper Yep. because he's going to pocket that 15 or whatever the money is from the Rangers and maybe be able to give the Cubs a bit of a break. So if you've got Lester, Hendricks, Hamels, Quintana... Chatwood, Smiley, Darvish. Plenty of depth. Plenty of depth. That's what, how many? Seven? Yeah. So Chatwood to the bullpen. 
That's not even including Mike Montgomery, who made a ton of starts this year. Said Chapman to Miami for a bag. Well, you might. Yeah, that's that's a good point. But here's the thing. Well, you know what? Let's take a break. We'll grab Cappy. We'll get his opinion on this because his opinion um, means more than mine when it comes to Tyler Chatwood and the Chicago Cubs. We'll come back with Cappy. HeartlandFlags.com makes that possible. We're grateful to them for doing that. We get them each and every week at 1225. Our new hours uh, is still going to be every Wednesday at 1225. Speaking of those new hours, uh, starting on Monday, this show, the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon, moves to from to 11 to 1, uh, from 1 until 2. Brinson, Jimmy B, and TC do an hour from 1 until 2. 2 to 4 is national programming with Tiki and Tierney, then a brand-new afternoon drive show, and it's called The Drive. Trent is going to be with Wolfgang, so Trent Condon and Wolfgang to drive from 4 until 6. So we've expanded local programming. We're going to expand sports programming, and we'll be able to tell you about that on Friday. You know what else is expanding? I don't think you were a little late yesterday and you missed the meeting. Whoa. Where we're sitting right now, some big changes coming to this studio. I like it. I do, too. Ah, yes. I do, too. Very uh, grateful for what they're doing for uh, 1700, trying to make a go of this little sports station. <laughs> we appreciate being, playing a small role in that. We'll come back with David Kaplan. HeartlandFlags.com makes it possible. Trent and I until 2. Bill Bender from the Sporting News coming up in 20 minutes. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Catch the best in high school football each Friday night on 1700 KBGG with the Central Iowa Game of the Week, starting at 7 o'clock on Fridays. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. The ARL Second Chance Ranch is a safe haven for horses rescued from abuse, neglect, and abandonment. It is also a temporary home for other barn animals waiting for new, loving families. Join us at the main event on October 12th as we celebrate all the barn animals that are currently in our care and all those that have found new homes. Dance along to live music while enjoying dinner among the horses at the ARL's barn and arena. Get your tickets at arl-iowa.org slash main event. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com ApprovedByJoe.com www.approvedbyjoe.com Purchase price, effects, actual discount, all terms, such a Google approval, some minimum requirements.
From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place at the River Center in downtown Des Moines, featuring two days of food, entertainment, cigars, great causes, and of course, whiskey. Don't miss Des Moines Whiskey Festival happening November 2nd and 3rd. Tickets on sale now at dsmwhiskeyfest.com. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. We bring out your best, the look that's really you. You can lease a car, lease a computer, you can even lease a business suit. So why not lease a hair system? Mr. Executive in Windsor Heights is proud to offer you this new opportunity. For just $200, you can enjoy real hair for 90 days. After 90 days, you can keep your new hair system with a $200 fee going towards the purchase price. Call Mr. Executive at 274-4049 or visit them at 6983 University in Windsor Heights. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I until 2. Bill Bender from the Sporting News coming up on college football right now, courtesy of our friends at heartlandflags.com. We had the Chicago catch up with ESPN 1000, NBC Sports Chicago's David Kaplan. Cap, Trent and Ken, how are you? I'm good, boys. How you doing? Doing well. Uh, Cap, let me ask you. Roy Williams was just uh, uh, quoted, apparently, at NBCSports.com, uh, just dumbfounded by the corruption in uh, college basketball. He didn't see this coming, Cappy, uh, which I, I'm, get, I'm assuming his nose was, was growing when he was uh, answering the question. Um, do we really want to know? I'm a college basketball fan. So is Trent. Do we want to know what goes on? I'm not sure I do, Cap. Uh, look, if he says he had no idea, then then he really needs to see, you know, get some help because there's no possible way you could be as successful as Roy 
be as dialed in as Roy, as intense about your profession as Roy, and say that you don't know, no shot. No <laughs> shot. I don't believe it. The scandal as a whole, as you look at the inner workings, how much deeper does it go, Cap? I mean, how much of this that's out there with the FBI case, how many more layers are there to this story? Well, look, as a guy who coached in college basketball, I've told this story before. I remember getting a call. I was recruiting this kid in Chicago, publicly kid. And he was 6'3", and, you know, good player. Not a pro, but a really good player. And if we got him at Northern, he was going to be first team all league, player of the year caliber, and I worked him hard. He had a lot of bigger schools, not the North Carolina Dukes, but the Iowa State level. You know, just not quite, and I know the Iowa State people, what do you mean? Look, it wasn't Duke, North Carolina, Indiana. Those were the powerhouses back then, Kansas. It was just a cut below. He had really good schools after him. But in the end, a lot of those teams went, eh, 6'3", you play more in the paint than you do out on the perimeter as a guard, we're going to pass. And I get a phone call one day. Hey, Coach Kaplan, yeah, so-and-so is in. He'll commit, bring the letter of intent with you, and meet us at this barber shop on the west side of Chicago. And this is back in the day when you could go to a kid's home and sign him. And I said, you're kidding. We're getting him? Uh, and like I had worked him really hard, and I was really excited. And they said, yeah, and oh, by the way, bring $5,000 in small bills to, in a paper bag. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm making my salary as a full-time assistant at Northern Illinois was $4,200. <laughs> That's what I made because I was the third assistant, and then one of our assistants got sick and was in the hospital. So I moved into his position as an on-the-road recruiter, but I didn't get my salary adjusted. So I stayed at 4200 bucks, and I drove this little Plymouth Horizon or um, a Dodge Omni and had Northern Illinois University on the side of it. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, there's no possible way. Five grand? Are you guys nuts? Before taxes, I make 4200 <laughs> I got I got no money, nothing. I said, hey, dude, I, I don't have five grand. He goes, okay, then you lose. And that was it. And he ended up signing at one of those. Very good Division One programs at the Iowa State level, but never became a pro. And, you know, this is 1983, 84, 85, somewhere in that range. Huh. So, you know, that's 30-some years ago. But I knew exactly what was going on. And I remember distinctly sitting at a, one of the summer camps, B.C., in Rensselaer. And there's, you name the big-name coach, they were everyone sitting there in the lobby of the Howard Johnson's drinking beer. There must have been 50 of them. And I'm this young 22, 23, 24-year-old assistant coach at Northern Illinois, and there's this guy and that guy. And I'm like, oh, my God, look at who, who these guys are. They're the legends of my profession. And I remember one assistant saying, this is so ridiculous. We're trying to recruit this kid, and they've narrowed it down to five, and we're not going to get him because he's going to get bought. And, and a legendary coach turning to him and going, okay, who are the other four? And he's naming off four of the more cricket crooked programs in the country, and then this guy's school who had never really won big, they don't cheat, they have high academic standards, and he said, and you know who the idiot is here? Not the four of them, you, for wasting your time recruiting a kid that you have no chance at getting. Why do you think he's looking at the other four? You're just cover. That's all you are. You're a CYA school. Cover your you know, you know what. You, 
your you-know-what because that way you can get, hey, I looked around, I looked at that academic, I just decided to go here. He was getting bought and paid for, but guys don't want to admit it. It's out there. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I say, Cap, I, I don't know if I if we, I want uh, this to be looked into any further because I'm – I don't know. I think it's going to maybe ruin uh, a, a good thing. Anyways, let, let's move on. These kids should get some money for what they do, uh, but we'll save that for another day. Athletic wrote a good piece today, Kappa, as far as the uh, you know the Cubs offseason and the all the guys, the decisions that are going to have to be made. Um, what are you hearing? What do, what do you think the, the biggest decision, not named Addison Russell, maybe the second, or maybe he's not the biggest decision, but what other than Russell, what do you think the biggest decision lingering for the Cubs is in this offseason? The single biggest decision is how they're going to be able to get an impactful bat in here to advance their offense to the level it needs to be at. Because, you know, you look at the Dodgers, and this is their third straight trip to the NLCS, and they did it without a healthy Kenley Jansen most of the season. It was out with a heart problem. They did it without Corey Seager 99.9% of the season. It was out with a Tommy John injury. Uh, they are a team going to add those two pieces back. Kershaw spent time again on the DL. If he's back, mm-hmm. I mean, you better figure out a way that you're going to catch them, and they may keep Manny Machado as a free agent. Who knows? So there's a number of things you got to address. So for me, number one has got to be how am I improving my offense? But the other thing they have to do, they don't have one high-level left-hander reliever on their roster right now mm. because Justin Wilson – like him or not, he was your best one. Justin Wilson's going to be a free agent. I don't think they're bringing him back. Mm. Brandon Morrow, can you bank on the fact he's going to be your closer? I can't. Mm-mm. I have no idea if he's going to be healthy. He's had enough injury issues. So you're going to have to get some left-handed help, which is going to cost you. Those guys always cost more than right-handers. I mean, you've got some serious issues you've got to deal with here, plus your offense. Does Machado make sense? I mean, I, I'm with you. I think, and you've said this for weeks that Addison Russell's played his last game as a Cub. They played shortstop. So does Machado. Does he make? Will they kick the tires on him, Cap? I think they will. I don't know if they would have had they not flamed out the way they did, but I do think they will kick the tires on him, and then we'll see where it goes from there. I mean, if the Dodgers want him, they're not going to be outbid. They've got. Billions in TV money. Cubs are not going to be, you know, cheap. They have money to spend. But I think if the Dodgers want him, I'd be surprised if he ended up leaving L.A. I mean, what if they win the World Series? You're walking out of there. Mm. So we'll see where it goes. I mean, A.J. Pollock's a name out there to play somewhere to improve offensively. Obviously, there are trades. I said this morning on my show, and it's like set the Internet on fire. Chris Bryant last winter was asked through his agent, Hey, Scott, we'd be interested in a long-term extension with your guy. And obviously that's north of $200 million because he arguably had a better year than his MVP year in 2017. The power numbers might have been down, but his slash line was arguably better, and he had a 6.7 war in 2017, which was eighth best in all of baseball. So would you be interested in taking this crazy money deal? And Scott Boris said, no, thanks, not even interested in talking to you. So if you're the Chicago Cubs and you're sitting in your office and you're like, well, are we better just riding this thing out for three years and hope he plays really well, knowing he's coming off somewhat of a, we think, minor shoulder injury? And what if he doesn't have a good year in 2019 
and the team doesn't achieve what we think they should achieve, and all of a sudden you're like, you got to be kidding me. Now you're getting less for him if you put him on the trade market and then thinking he's not going to be around after 2021. That's all I said, that there are whispers that he doesn't want to do any type of an extension. My question is, okay, if he doesn't, do you keep him for three years and let him walk like pool holes, or what do you do? That's all I said. Mm. Good question. The Bears uh, coming off the bye week. They go down to Miami this week to take on the Dolphins. And with it, James Daniels. Uh, after the bye week, we saw him a little bit against Tampa, went in early in that game. Seems like he's gaining ground. What do you know? What's the latest on the rookie out of Iowa? <laughs> uh, they like him a lot. He played snaps at multiple offensive line spots last week. And you know, I thought it was really cool to see Eric Cush, who's uh, one of the really good players, uh, offensive lineman that they have who's like a secondary guy, and he's been working with James Daniels. He said, look, I know we're competing for playing time and snaps. This kid has a chance to be really, really good, and I'm going to do my best to try and help him get there. So I thought that was really classy, and I think this kid has a chance to be a special offensive lineman, a real mainstay if he stays healthy. Mm. Cap, last thing for me, uh, regular season is not far away in the NBA. Is this a make-or-break year for Fred Hoiberg? Do you know, is there a number of games, or is there, you know, is, is the bar set someplace um, that he has to get over in order to keep his job this year? Uh, I don't know if there's a number of wins and losses that he has to hit. But I will tell you that if they don't get off to a decent start, and right now defensively they look awful, I would not be shocked if by the first of the year he's not the coach here. That mm-hmm. wouldn't stun me at all. So an in-season change. Oh, I could easily see that happening. Yeah. I think if you really are honest about it, yep. the bill of goods that he was sold was, hey, man, we get rid of big bad Tibbs, you come in here with this talent, we're going to win. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line was, he never has had a chance to have a roster fit his style of play. Never. Mm. Cap, good stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate you coming on, as we always do. Talk to you next week, Cap. All the best. See you, boys. Yep, see you. David Kaplan brought to us by our friends at heartlandflags.com. Free shipping on any flag. Sports flags, college football, NHL, MLB, uh, NFL. But more than that, uh, home decorations, military flags, seasonal flags, uh, state flags, heartlandflags.com free shipping on all items you can stop by the store on southwest 9th street or just check out the inventory heartlandflags.com we'll check out bill bender from the sporting news he covers college football he's with trent and i next when we continue it's the ken miller show until two on 1700 kbgg you found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 kbgg Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash 
Dig out those festive sweaters, gather your family, kids, and pets because it's time for the ARL Santa and Paws holiday photos. Santa will even be making an appearance. By having your photos taken, you'll be supporting the homeless pets at the ARL and will end up with great photos for your holiday cards this year. Multiple dates, times, and locations are available during November, so schedule your time now at arl-iowa.org slash Santa. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do something about it. Here's to the heroes who lift each other up and make a difference, who get out there, take action. Every step, every dollar every voice matters. Join us in the fight against breast cancer and be a hero. Get registered today for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us provide life-saving research and breast health services to women in our community. Visit ComenGreaterIowa.org slash DMRace to get registered today. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net 
Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial vinyl print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I here with you until 2 o'clock. Bill Bender from the Sporting News, international college football writer. Uh, he joins us. Bill, Trent, and Ken, I'm going to go on a limb. You're at the big house this week. You're watching Wisconsin and Michigan in person, Bill Bender. Are you? <laughs> That's where I'll be. I uh, figured I, as much. It's an easy trip. I've got some fun driving the next few weeks. I'll be there this weekend, and... uh I'm going to go down to Knoxville next weekend and check out Alabama because it's close. So, uh, But as far as Michigan-Wisconsin, I wrote about it today, as you guys may have seen. Yep, I think I know what the perceptions are of Harbaugh, and I don't know what the perceptions are of Wisconsin. I actually think if you ignore the tweets that these programs are actually in the same spot with what's going to go down on Saturday. Well, uh, explain that a little bit further, because I think it's going to be a heck of a football game. In fact, I think Michigan is going to win. I'm not as high on Wisconsin as some are, Bill. Well, it's two different worlds. So, like, Michigan, all the criticism, I think too much that we focus so much on Jim Harbaugh that you forget that there's a football team on the field. Mm -hmm. And, you, you, you know, I think Shea Patterson's been better since the Notre Dame loss. Watched them pretty closely against Maryland over the weekend. The defense is about the same as last year, right. maybe a little bit better. Winovich has been awesome. So I think the home field environment, um, the night game, you know, that doesn't happen mm-hmm. often. I think they're going to win, too. But for Wisconsin, I'm saying it same thing. I mean, this was a team, you guys know, they opened the number four. And they might not get criticized in the same fashion as uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. But I think in terms of a program looking to take the next step, you know, this is a big game for them. They have not beat a ranked Penn State, Ohio State, or Michigan team in the last three years. They beat Michigan unranked last year. I could be off on that, but I just, that's me looking at the tweets, but seeing it a little bit different the way I see it. Can buy it. Can yeah, buy it. I can too. Bill, the Big Ten. Michigan State is not quite at the level that we anticipated. Penn State has a loss, Michigan has a loss, and there's Ohio State doing their thing. Wisconsin has the loss to BYU, on and on and on. Is it too early to tell the Big Ten, call it a disappointment, there's going to be more losses because well, these teams are going to be playing each other more and more as the season goes on. Is it too early to say, though, the Big Ten is a disappointment as a whole? I think so. Well, let's go through all those teams you mentioned. I think Ohio State's better than advertised because Haskins is better than advertised. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think Penn State is about the same. And I think Michigan and Iowa are better than we thought they would be, Mm -hmm. honestly. I think Iowa's a little bit better. I think Michigan's a little bit better. I think Wisconsin and Michigan State have been, if Wisconsin loses, you could file them in the same kind of a disappointment. So it goes by the week. Michigan State, the thing that's most shocking is they don't, other than a good run defense, 
they don't have something they can hang their hat on like they normally do. You know, their pass defense is bad. Their offense has been pretty stagnant. I think they're in trouble Saturday. I, I think they'll give Michigan a, a good shot the next week, but I, I think they're in trouble against Penn State on Saturday. Who of these two-story programs is closer to being back, Bill, Florida or Texas? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I was impressed with Florida winning a big game at home at the Swamp. Yep. Defense defense showed up. I think Mullins rubbed off on uh, Felipe Franks very well. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're playing hard. Uh I would say Texas because I think their path is a little easier. Um, and I say that, like, I've been asked probably 100 times in the last 10 days if Texas is back or in the last five days. I think Texas is close. And I say that because they're good enough to win the Big 12 this year, but they're not in the same tax bracket as Bama and Clemson and Georgia just yet. Like, if Bama and Texas play tomorrow, it'd be a lot worse than when they hooked up in that championship game with or without Colt McCoy a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about the uh, Iowa, uh, the Michigan game against Wisconsin coming up this week. Alabama, it, it's at a point now, you mentioned you're going to go see them against Tennessee. It just doesn't matter. They just keep rolling opponents. It is, is that good for having a team like that? Greatness in college football. Having that team that, that just seems to be at a different level. I think Tua's got a, some Tebow-like star quality about him right now. And I've been... I was just texting back and forth with some buddies, so I'll test it out on you guys, uh, and I'll just say it, and and we'll go with this. I, I think Tua Tungavailoa has the potential to be the best college football quarterback of all time. Woof. I know that's a big statement, and I know it's early to say that. Uh-huh. I said the potential to be, yeah. because the way I watch their offense right now, and I know they haven't played anybody that great. Mm-hmm. He's got vision. They've got a d- just devastating passing game. Yeah. To me, the most the most devastating play in college football right now is a post route from Tua Tunga by yeah. to Jerry Judy. Yeah. It, it, it is. Yeah. And if they continue to win, you know, I remember the ones that always, when we have that conversation, right, if the three of us were sitting around and having dinner or whatever, mm-hmm. I think we would talk about Tebow and Vince Young. Keep going. And Cam Newton. There you go. And then I think Tua has the potential to be better than those guys. And yeah. I was trying to think of guys in the 80s and 70s I just think, you know, and I'm not disrespecting history, but this is the kind of potential star quality he really does have. Mm-hmm. I think the I think your list, the three guys that you just put out there, those are the three on my list. And I think we, and I'm with you, Bill, it's hard to equate 70s and 80s because the game has changed so much. Uh, but of, of the here and now, maybe since the, you know, since the this century, if you will, um, Tebow and Cam Newton, um. Yeah, I think I think your list is spot on. I really and truly do. I think that's well, true. Well, and in Big Ten country, I know you guys know. I mean, I remember watching Chuck Long and how sure. much he tilted the field. And mm-hmm. I remember watching, you know, guys like the Big Ten's a little bit different because, like at Ohio State, I'm kind of saying the same thing about Haskins because I remember how good they were with Troy Smith. I remember how good they. I, I was. A little young for Arch Schleister, but I've heard enough and watched enough that uh, he was pretty darn good, too. But Haskins is kind of having that same effect in Columbus. I mean, think about it. He followed up a guy that was the all-time Big Ten leader in touchdowns, essentially, responsible for, who broke, who broke Drew Brees' record. There's another guy. Yeah. Um, and he's just making it look easy with that offense. It's another level. And to uh... – it's incredible to watch this. Week they're, after week. They're going to go through 
there's a real possibility that they won't play a team that finishes ranked until the SEC championship game, depending on what has happens with LSU this week. Do you give LSU a shot against Georgia this week? I do, but I don't like their. I, I still like Georgia to win, and the reasons are the third down percentage on both sides. Georgia's really good on third down. They're really good at getting off the field on third down. Mm-hmm. The difference in completion percentage and efficiency between Jake Fromm and Burrow. Now I know going on the road that that number can you can bridge the gap a little bit, but I think Georgia's just playing efficient, boring, beautiful football and. It's not getting the same headlines as Tua and Haskins and, and even Will Greer on some level, uh, but I think Georgia's every bit as capable of winning this whole thing because of the bounce. They remind me, and I know this comparison gets made all the time, but they really do remind me of kind of early save in Alabama in terms of how they're grind, grinding out opponents, getting off the field quickly, and they've got a super efficient quarterback at the controls. They're, they're completely capable of beating Alabama. Like I, and I think they'll get out of LSU. I think I predicted 30 to 21. Mm. Hey, Bill, last thing for you. We've got a minute left. Uh, Notre Dame's clearly in the conversation uh, with, with what they've done so far. You know, the Stanford, Virginia Tech, Wake Forest, the Michigan win. If they can get past that gauntlet, they're going to be in the playoff. And, I, and that was the conversation. I thought it was warranted. And as you pointed out in your piece from earlier this week, all of a sudden, yes, the USC game at the end of the year, that, that's going to be uh, uh, that's appointment TV. So kind of maybe is the Florida State game, right? I think it's, it's ironic on a lot of levels that 25 years after, in my opinion, right now while I'm just dishing out opinions, the greatest football game I ever watched was Florida State Notre Dame in 93. I, I remember every, everything about where I was. Um, now, if Florida State were to roll into South Bend and upset this, the Irish this season, wouldn't that be ironic? Mm. Now, Notre Dame's going to fend off upsets all year, and I think they're very good. I think the lazy thing to do is to compare them to 12, yep. 2012, because this team's better. I agree. They're better up front. They've got better playmakers on the outside, and they've got a better quarterback. Mm-hmm. So if the Irish go undefeated, I think you guys will agree. They're in. They'll be in that Final Four. Absolutely. Bill Bender's in our Final Four. We'll talk to you this time next week. Bill, appreciate what you do for us. Thank you so much. Hey, no problem. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Bill Bender from the Sporting News. Uh, read Bill, uh, SportingNews.com. SportingNews.com. He's a must-read for college football fans. Hawkeyes and Clones next. That sounds great to me. John Miller followed by John Walters coming yep. up in the 1 o'clock hour. Trent and I until 2, 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your cars broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Herbdale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Herbdale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Herbdale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk 